Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome in to the Lombardi Line. I am Brady Cannon, live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa in Las Vegas, Nevada. My partner, Michael Lombardi, comes to us via Ocean City, New Jersey, on this Sunday, the 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, everybody, and good morning to you, Michael. Before we get started, I want to make note here for our marquee audience. At the start of the next hour, marquee will be switching to the Chicago Cubs pregame coverage. But if you want to keep watching us, just head over to vcin.com and you can watch the second hour of the show for free. If you're watching on Nessun or any other platform, stay right where you are. You are good to go. And, Michael, speaking of the Cubs, we struck out on Saturday. I had the Cubs as one of my baseball plays. Uh, They lost in a one-run game. And then I also had the the Indians, and they lost for the second time in a row to the Houston Astros. That was also a one-run ball game. And then I don't know if Patrick was at the game, but uh, his his Detroit Tigers, they really got your White Sox. They killed them. I mean, usually the White Sox are so good against left-handed pitching, but we got destroyed, and I apologize. I mean, I was counting on that one to come through for me. But, hey, you know, that's what baseball is. I think the one thing I've learned about baseball recommendations is it's a long process. As you know, Brady, you're going to have to build momentum as the year goes along, and it's a, it's, it's a tally betting endeavor it's not a one-week endeavor it's not you know we had a great super we had a great Sunday in the NFL we won three this is about the the cumulative effect and trying to get to that 58 59 percent rank 
Yeah, and what's interesting that people have to realize about baseball, the best team in the league is still going to lose 60 times, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, and the best hitter's gonna and the best hitter's gonna make out seven times. Yeah, I mean, so you know, there's the White Sox. I I, I didn't anticipate this. The Tigers to score eleven runs, but you know, the Tigers. What I think this puts them two games over five hundred if you discount the month of April when they started the season. They're actually playing better baseball. You got to give them credit for that. Yeah, good to see out of Detroit, and I'm sure that makes Patrick happy as he enjoys a little time away from the job here, enjoying some summer vacation. I do have some golfers in play, however, Michael, at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, Joaquin Neiman. I was watching that yesterday. I tell you, what was amazing about that tournament is those par fives, they just eat those things up in two. Like, it's no problem, is it, Brady? Totally, for lunch. I mean, this is a birdie fest for sure, and we've seen two editions of this tournament so far where the winner was 25 under par and then 23 under par. DeChambeau last year got to 23. Now the leaders, Troy Merritt and Joaquin Neiman, start the day at 14 under par. I don't think we're going to get to 25. They could possibly get to 23. I imagine your winner is going to flirt with 20 for sure. Uh, My partner, Wes Reynolds, has Joaquin Neiman. He and I both have Troy Merritt uh, in the neighborhood of 100 to 1 or better. We also both have Jason Kokrak, who is three shots back at 11 under par. And I also have Chris Kirk, who's three shots back at 11 under par. So we've got the leaderboard sprinkled with some of our guys in pocket. We're hoping one of them can come through. Now, what will you do today to, you, you know, you got a bunch of guys in the top five. I think it would be interesting for the listeners to know. What will you do? Will you make any other bet to kind of m- mitigate maybe perhaps having at least guaranteeing yourself a profit today? That's a great question, and it's really difficult with golf. Now, they will have the, the odds maker will post head-to-head matchups for the final round. And you're likely, and it basically goes by pairings or who who was ever tied uh, on the leaderboard. So you're probably going to have a head-to-head matchup with Troy Merritt versus Joaquin Neiman. But so let's say I've got a ticket on Troy Merritt to win the tournament. So I'm going to bet Neiman in that head-to-head matchup, and, and got you know, it. Hopefully, one of the, either either Neiman wins the tournament or, or Merritt does, what have you. But but I, I'm, I'm out of luck if one of these other guys from somewhere down the board comes in and wins this golf tournament. So there's really no way to guarantee yourself a profit. It, you know, you make a great point. Uh, if you look at the odds, the overnight odds coming in, Neiman is the favorite at about two to one. Merritt is about four to one. Uh, Jason Kokrak is at 14 to one and Chris Kirk's at 25 to one. Now I could maybe add another player to give myself another shot, but I've got, you know, three guys there myself. Wes has, uh, I believe two or three guys there, his on in his pocket. So I'm just going to sit back, Michael, and, and, and watch this golf tournament, enjoy the 4th of July, and hope one of them comes through and hit another future for the Long Shots crew here on VSIN. This is the Lombardi line. Welcome back to all of those checking in now. It is the Lombardi line on a 4th of July Sunday. Brady Cannon and Michael Lombardi with you. He is back in Ocean City, New Jersey. I am out here at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas, Nevada. And Michael, of course, the Milwaukee Bucks. They are headed to the NBA Finals. Uh, We thought, you and I both thought we'd be headed for Game 7. They didn't need that. They got out to a great start and ended up winning this game 118 to 107 your final the Bucks win outright as three and a half point underdogs four to two is your final series score and the game goes over the total 
Well, I mean, we hit the over. I think that was important, too. You know, I thought, I thought this over. I was a little worried when they only scored, each team only scored 19 points in the second quarter. You know, I'm thinking, oh, no, we're in trouble here. But then the third quarter, it just became Milwaukee wasn't missing a shot. And you knew Atlanta was going to come back, and they scored 35 in the fourth, which got us over. But, you know, for me, Brady, as a former 76er fan, this was another great day for me. <laughs> another great day for me. Because all those process idiots, all those people that claim the process, it works so well, right? you got to lose to get a high pick. You've got to lose to build your team. You know, the process lost to the Atlanta Hawks in seven games. The Milwaukee Bucks, who never went through the process, who never ultimately tried to lose, they beat the Hawks without their best player in six. So trust the reality. The process didn't work. And I'm tired of listening to people talk about it. You know, I was going through every time I watched Drew Holiday dribble the ball and make plays and do what he had to do. No, he had six turnovers. Poor Josh Applebaum. We messed up on that one, too. Had six turnovers for the game. But Holiday trades for Nolan's Noel. I mean, you go back and look at that draft, right? Trade, you know, Drew Holiday to get the six picks so we could pick Nolan's Noel. You know, we pick uh, Michael Carter-Williams instead of Giannis. There's two players that are on the Bucks that could have been on the, the process, but we didn't want that. And then the next year, you know, we come back and take Saric and don't really – you know, pass up some other players in the NBA. But the reality of it is, is it takes talent to evaluate talent. And Milwaukee didn't have to go through it. Atlanta didn't have to go through it. Phoenix didn't have to go through it. So my hat's off to the Bucks. I think it was great, great effort. And I, I assume Giannis is going to be able to come back. I, I don't know what the series price is going to be, but I think Giannis is going to play. Yeah, we will get to that in just a moment. Game one will be on Tuesday night in Phoenix, and uh, you would think Giannis should be good to go by Tuesday. Will he be 100%? We'll talk about that. Thomas Gable, uh, the big Hawks fan, uh, that was disappointing for him, I imagine, and we will uh, talk with him a little later in the program, the director of race and sports at the Bogata. But on Saturday, Michael, he tipped us on our show about the Milwaukee Bucks in the first quarter and how they've gotten out to really good starts in this series. And at the time he was joining us, he said the Hawks were catching a half point in the first quarter. And they covered that as well. They got out to a four-point advantage in that first frame over the Hawks. So uh, hats off to Thomas Gable if anybody jumped yep. on that in the first quarter. No, he's sharp. Thomas knows what he's talking about, and I think that was a great play. You know, and I, and I, you would always think that, and I and I said this yesterday. I thought Nate McMillan would really strive to get that going, to get his team back. But let's be real honest. I mean, it, this is an example of players being cleared to play, and players not being able to play. Mm -hmm. I mean, Trey Young tried to go, but he's four seventeen from the field. He's 0 for 6 from the three-point line, and he only went to the free-throw line seven times. You know, and, and he gets 14 points. I know he gave it his best effort, and, and, and my hat's off to the kid. But he really couldn't play well enough. My question watching that game last night, Brady, was why didn't Cam Reddish play during the series more? Guy played 29 minutes. You know, he was plus, plus four for the game at 21 points. He led the team in points. Shot the ball six of seven from the three-point line. He looks like, you know, he's the 10th pick overall out of Duke. He looked like he had a chance to really blossom and become a player. And I think this Hawks team is going to get better. I think this is a great experience for them. But when you break it down, I mean, Herter, the guy they're counting on to fill in for him, he gets five points in the game. The, the 76ers couldn't contain him. He has five points in the game. I think he let him down in this series. He really did.
Yeah, you wonder if keeping Trey Young out of the lineup might have helped the Hawks even more so because, like you say, he was really ineffective. Played 35 minutes but only had 14 points and really was a huge difference in this game's final outcome because he's usually going to chip in at least 28 points, you figure, and and that was basically the margin of victory there. We did have some uh, some success on a couple of the player props, Michael, that we went over on the program on Saturday. P.J. Tucker, he goes over with his points, rebounds, and assist total, five points, eight so rebounds. Ugly. It's so <laughs> it, ugly. It got there for Josh. And, and then Brooks Lopez, we were talking about that, how he went so high, 33 points in game five. We thought he'd come back to earth here in game six, and sure enough, he did. Only 13 points for Lopez. I know, you know, and I'm watching Tucker. Tucker had seven corner threes in the game yesterday. And I mean, they were seven of the ugliest shots I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I mean, he's one of seven from the corner. It was ugly. I mean, it was downright ugly. Like, and this guy was used to be automatic from the corner three, wasn't he? He was incredible. Yeah, no And doubt. he looks so bad shooting that corner three. You know, he's going to have to raise his game a little bit. He's gonna, I don't know what's wrong with him. I do know what's wrong with him. He's, he's one of those guys who that's why the Rockets traded him. I mean, he's out of gas. I think that's the one thing I learned when I worked in the NFL. Watching the NBA players, you can tell when their legs are gone. You know, and that made you become more reticent to watch your players to see when their legs are gone. Because fans think, well, their legs are gone, they can get it back. No, they can't. It's, it's, that's, that's usually the end of the career. And Tucker looks like his legs are gone. Yeah, he seems to have aged quickly he, because you're right. I remember when he, I, I don't know, maybe it was four or five years ago, he was a real stud for the Rockets. Uh, game Unbelievable. one. Yeah, absolutely. Game one of the NBA Finals will be in Phoenix on Tuesday night, July the 6th. The Suns have the home court advantage, and they're currently a five-and-a-half-point favorite here at BetMGM. Your total is 217 for the best-of-seven series opener. Any initial thoughts, Michael, on who you like for the series or in this game one with the number? I'm going to go with the Suns winning it in six. I, I just don't know if Giannis is going to be able to come back. And then, you know, Holiday is going to have his work cut out for him. Chasing Booker, chasing Paul. You know, do they have enough juice in, in their team? I mean, they'll get Portis to come off the bench. But, you know, really, they don't have a bench. I mean, Teague came through for him last night with 11 points in 12 minutes, which I don't think you can count on that ever again. But I think the minutes are going to start to add up on, on that. And I, and I just really think at the end of the day, when you analyze Phoenix's team, over the season, their ability to play defense, their ability to really nail people down, I think is a problem. And I think Lopez is going to have a tough time with Aiton because Aiton can match up to him. And I think the guards are going to have a hard time handling Paul and Booker. And when they get going, you know, it's going to be a challenge. And Middleton, I think they have enough wing power, whether it's Bridges on Middleton, you know, I think they have enough wing power to be able to handle it. I think the Suns win in six. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly on the backcourt. I think that's a big advantage with Paul and Booker for the Phoenix Suns. I love the defense they play. I think they play a lot better defense than Milwaukee. I think there's a coaching advantage, too, for the Phoenix Suns. I think Monty Williams really showed, uh, not only during the regular season, but in this playoff run, that he is absolutely the real deal. And then, of course, Phoenix has home court advantage as well. And uh, that uh, crowd there in Phoenix really got riled up in this last series against the Clippers. So, uh, 
I think that will help them as well. You talk about the series price here at BetMGM. Phoenix is minus 165. I've seen around town minus 170 at other stores. So a decent size favorite to take this best of seven. Milwaukee on the take back is plus 145. And Michael, you said uh, Suns in six. The price on that is plus 450. That's not too shabby. No, I, I think it's a good price. I mean, look, I think it's going to be hard to go into the fear of the deer and beat them. I don't think they're going to sweep it. I think it'll be a challenge. But I do think that, you know, because of the health, I mean, let's face it, the Suns are, are they have gotten to this point because they are the healthiest. And, you know, we, you know, Trey Young said after the game he's frustrated about his health. I think we're going to find out that even if Giannis goes, he's not going to be the same player that he once was. So I'm going to go with the healthy team here. You know, and I think I think the key for this is is they have to find a way, which nobody's been able to do it, find a way to get Aiton into some kind of foul trouble. You know, get him a little bit off his game, and then they've got to play great perimeter defense. Can they? I don't think so. Do you think there's something to the fact, uh, if we go to kind of the psychology behind this, Giannis obviously makes the finals for the first time, the Milwaukee Bucks, everybody on that club basically going to the finals for the first time, a real monkey off their back type effect, and, and do they exhale for a minute, and maybe you can catch them in game one, and not that the Phoenix Suns have all that experience, certainly the first NBA finals for Chris Paul as well, but he does have that veteran leadership. I think not only Chris play uh, Chris Paul's play on the court but I think in the locker room is a big advantage for that team too yeah and I think Jay Crowder too I think he gives them some lead I mean he gives them some toughness you know and 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 I think with young bridges I think they have a really good balance James Jones has done a really good job as the general manager of the team of having you know one thing as an executive in sports you don't want to be too young and you don't want to be too old and I think there's a good balance with the Suns team. They, they're young, but they have veteran leadership, as you've talked about, which helps them in these games. And I think that their perimeter defense has got to come through for them. And I think they can. Crowder, whether he goes on Middleton or whether they put Bridges on Middleton, I think they're going to be able to create some problems. And, you know, and I don't know if Giannis can carry the load. You know, whereas I think that Phoenix, because of the way they've played defense all year, and let's not minimize this either. You're right. You said it earlier. I mean, Monty Williams will outcoach Coach Bud. We've seen it before. We've seen what Nate McMillan could do. Nate McMillan just ran out of troops. Yeah, he, he just didn't have the depth. Uh, going back to Giannis here and his health, um, I, I wonder if Phoenix can take the first two games with maybe a Giannis that is still a little bit hobbled. Do you think it might take him till maybe game three or game four before he's 100% again? Well, I, I do, but I don't know, you know, I mean, where is he going to be able to get his rest in minutes? I mean, he was well into the 40 minutes every time he played. I mean, the, this now they're going to have to rely on their bench even further. And, and I've been really disappointed in their bench. Connaughton has really not given them much. I mean, we saw Teague give them points last night and, and kind of in the second half, he made some shots. But their bench play, I mean, you know, Forbes has been very disappointing, you know, for what he's been able to do. He had a sp series there where I think it was around one where he made against the Heat. He got hot when DiVincenzo came out. But, I mean, for the most part, you, you know, they have not been able to really generate points from their bench. And I think Portis has been their bench best bench player. But now that he'll go out of the bench, where are they going to get it? And I think the Suns have more depth. I mean, they bring Cameron Payne off the bench to, to back up to back up. Uh, Chris Paul, and we've seen Cameron Payne. Now he's, his ankle should be fine as he goes into this next round. 
What about the game? Game one on Tuesday night, Michael. Suns laying five and a half and 217 is your total. You've had a real good feel for the totals as of late. Any uh, lean one way or another as far as a side and a total for game one? You know, I lean towards the under here. I'm going to go back to the under. I think Phoenix is going to play really good defense, and I think they're, they're going to be able to stay, have studied this, and they're going to be able to take away the things that they want to do, and I'm going to count on Giannis not being Giannis, and I'm going to go under. I, I would lean towards taking the Suns and, the, and laying the points and feeling like this. they've had the rest. They're a rested team. They're not that well-rested. You know, it isn't like they've had this all this time off. I always worry about teams that have had too much time off. You know, they come out a little bit rusty which they might, you know, Milwaukee, whatever that first point line is, might, might win the first quarter. I think it's something Thomas Gable talked about. I think it's something we should consider, too, as betters looking in that first quarter. But I think over the long part of the game, I think that, that the rest, the Suns, and the matchups favor them. I, I like them to win that game. I think they'll cover. And I think their defense will force this under. I think we'll start to see the under coming around 210, 211 before this is all over. Not, not this game, but I think by the next couple games. I think you make a lot of sense there. You were on the over in game five when Giannis was out. And, of course, you lose his ability to score the basketball, but you take away his rim protection and his defense as well, and that worked out. Now, with him in the game here, and maybe not at 100%, how many points is he really going to contribute to that total? So, right. uh, you know, but, but he is present there for size and length and whatever else to play defense. And then, of course, Phoenix's defense and, and maybe some jitters on both sides of the floor here for both Milwaukee and Phoenix in this game one of the NBA Finals in that stage. Maybe even look at a first quarter under. We'll talk to Thomas about that and uh, see if he has a lineup already on the first quarter for that game. That may not come out for a couple days. We'll ask him what they've got going over there at the Borgata. How about finals MVP? It was way back when, Michael, when I looked at Chris Paul at 25 to 1, and I said, boy, that looks, you know, he's going to get the sentimental vote. Now he's the favorite. <laughs> plus 150. You've got Devin Booker at plus 270. Giannis is at 3 to 1. Middleton at 6 to 1. Ayton at 16 to 1. You and I were talking about De uh, DeAndre Ayton the other day. He was at 22. His numbers come down. I think Middleton at six to one looks like a good price, but but Paul is absolutely the favorite. I think there's only four players to play in this. I think it's Middleton, Giannis, Booker, and Paul. And, and you know, Booker did not play to the level to the level that he played typically in the last series. And I think I expect him to have something really going this this series. I think he's going to be really good. And I would suspect Holiday would guard him. And they're going to have to take him out of it. They're going to have to do a really good job. But if you're going to play anyone, I would play Booker. If you think Milwaukee wins, you either play Giannis or Middleton. I can't see Middleton having four elite games, which is what it's going to take to be the MVP. When Chris Paul plays 35 minutes and doesn't turn the ball over and scores all those points, you know, he's the sentimental favorite. People are happy that he's in the finals. He's going to be hard to beat if Phoenix wins. The only one that I could think of that could do it would be Booker. What about Drew Holiday, though? If, if Giannis is banged up and maybe is not the star if Milwaukee goes on to win this thing, I think Holiday at 18-1 to 1 is worth a look as well. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think it is, it, but I, I really have a hard time thinking the Bucks can win without Giannis dominate. That yep. would be my only caveat. I'm with you. I, I, I'm on the Suns as well for the series. 
Next up, we're going to play Doubt or No Doubt. We'll get Michael's thoughts. I'll read a few statements, see if he likes it or says no way. We'll be back. It's the Lombardi line on the 4th of July. Brady and Michael here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
with basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It is time to play Doubt or No Doubt, a game we enjoy here inside the Lombardi line. I will read a statement, and Michael will tell us if he doubts it or if he has no doubt. And I will start with number one here, Michael. Michael Lombardi will light off some sparklers with his grandkids this evening on 4th of July. Doubt or no doubt? I'm going to doubt that. I don't have those sparklers. We're going to party, though. We're going to, you saw my man Bill Berman's picture today. I mean, he is the Grand Marshal of the Gardens Parade. <laughs> so here in Ocean City, Brady, we have a little parade through the gardens by the neighborhood, uh, in the neighborhood that I live in. And, uh, and he is the Grand Marshal, as you saw his outfit today. Very impressive. So, but there'll be no sparks. Uh, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty strict about any uh, fireworks going off. So uh, we'll enjoy it. We'll be on bikes. Yeah, Bill, he, I thought he was Jerry Garcia with the Grateful Dead, you know, the U.S. <laughs> Blues Tour or something like I that. I got to send that picture to Stephanie so she could put it up there. I mean, the man's a legend. I mean, it's unbelievable. That was very good stuff. Uh, all right, let's get serious here, and we'll turn to the NFL. Both Trevor Lawrence yeah. and Zach Wilson. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson will stay under their passing yard totals. And for Lawrence, that's about 4,100 yards. For Wilson, that's about 3,800 yards. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, under their passing yard totals, Doubt or no doubt? I doubt that. I think they're going to go over. I think Trevor Lawrence's chance to be really good early. I think he's a really good player. I think all those people that suspected he wasn't very good and Zach Wilson's better, I think we're going to find out. I think when they can get that offensive line in Jacksonville handled with the receivers, you know, I think they're going to be improved. I think Daryl Bevel will do a good job of protecting him, which is critical of a young quarterback. For me, the Jets are a little bit more problematic, and they've worked to improve their offensive line. You know, I think they're going to be better, but how good can they be? Uh, but I think both teams – especially both teams will get a lot of passing yards because remember if they end up six and 11, let's say both teams, those fourth quarters are going to have a ton of yards in them passing. And I think they're both going to go over that total. I think that just because teams, you know, if they were more uh, competitive in the division, I would suspect no, because they'll run the ball a little bit more at the end of games. But these teams are going to be throwing it in the fourth quarter. So I think over is the play. Uh, that's a great point. Uh, they're going to be playing from behind, you would believe, a lot of the times and having to chuck that ball around the yard. Uh, Robert Sala, the new head coach of the New York Jets, how do you expect? Obviously, he is uh, comes from a defensive background. He was the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers very successfully. How do you expect his offense to run? Well, it's going to be the Kyle Shanahan offense. It's going to be a copycat kind of thing. I, I'm interested to see where Salah, uh, how he does. You know, he interviewed a lot of places. He was not overly impressive in all those places. In fact, I talked to one team that, you know, was surprised how they were disappointed, I guess, would be the way of, of his interview. And I think he was so desperate to get a job. I think he felt like his time. You know, he became a media darling. I always worry about those media darlings. He became the rah-rah guy on the sideline. You know, you got to play chess in the NFL. You're going to have to move some pieces around. You're going to have to think globally. You're going to have to think outside the box. 
All those words that I just described don't describe the 49er defense under his command. So it's going to be interesting to watch and observe him. I think his team will rally to him. I think he'll show leadership in that area. But in terms of the tactics and strategy needed to win, to play in that division against Flores, against Belichick, and against Sean McDermott up in Buffalo, I think it's going to be a challenge for him. All right, let's get to another one here. Javante Williams will be the best rookie running back and will easily go over his rushing yards total, 750 yards basically. Javante Williams out of North Carolina for the Denver Broncos will go over 750 yards, doubt or no doubt. I don't doubt that. I think Melvin Gordon's still going to get a lot of yards, but I think Denver can run the ball. And I think Denver wants to run the ball. I think Denver wants to utilize a two-back system. So I, th- I think even though we say 700, look, 700's not a lot when you're playing 17 games. You know, when you're playing 17 games, you get 50 yards, you know, you got a chance to get over that. So uh, 50, 60 yards a game, you got a chance to get over that. So I don't doubt that. Yeah, I think you make a good point there, and that's the only thing that worries me if I was to bet Williams over his rushing total is, you know, it's so common in the NFL, it's running back by committee now. Very very yep. rarely do you just have the one bell cow guy, and of course you do have Melvin Gordon there in Denver. Ought to be a good running game, but as far as this bet, I don't know if I would run to the window with that on Javonta Williams going over 749 and a half yards. We will run to the window with Will Hill next, who he's got on his card for this 4th of July, and who's he's playing here on the Lombardi Land at B-CIN. NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game at VEASAN.com and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial right now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Michael Lombardi with you inside the Lombardi line and now joining the program, Will Hill. He's a regular here on the Lombardi line. You can read his work in our online digital publication, Point Spread Weekly, and you can follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Happy 4th of July to you, Will. I want to go to the NBA. I know you're a big NBA guy. Did you have any involvement in the Bucks and Atlanta Hawks series? Any involvement in the game last night? And going forward, what are your thoughts now as we have the final matchup with the Phoenix Suns? Well, I thought once Giannis got hurt, I, I thought it really spooked, kind of spooked me, just threw off the rhythm of the series. I mean, Young being questionable, Giannis being out, it was really a strange series. It never got any rhythm. Um, just going forward, I think Suns Bucks is a lot like Suns Clippers, where you went into that series, and if Kawhi were healthy, you'd probably lean towards Clippers, but he wasn't, so you lean towards the Suns. And I kind of lean that way with the Suns Bucks. I don't know what to make of Giannis's injury. I think it'd be hard for him to be 100%. I think he's a guy who really relies on his athleticism, his ability to get to the basket, to cut, to use his ability to explode. Um, Sounds like he's day-to-day. It doesn't look like the market thinks he's playing because the line for game one is six. Um, So I would lean towards the Suns for for the series, just with the uncertainty of Giannis. Six or seven-game series, not knowing what's going to happen with Giannis. Um, I think if Giannis were 100% healthy, it's a toss-up series, maybe even slightly in bucks, but I don't think that'll be the case here. So... I kind of 
lean towards the Suns here, and it's a lot like the Kawhi situation where so much of it is based on a question we don't know. And, you know, we still don't know what happened with Kawhi, which is crazy. I mean, that's three weeks ago, and we still haven't gotten a diagnosis. I mean, these leagues want to get involved with betting, but, I mean, these teams got to be a little more forthcoming if they're going to be uh, if they're going to be involved with betting because this is one of the premier players in the league, and we don't know if he hyperextended his knee. Did he tore his ACL? I mean, it's, it's three weeks here with a, without a diagnosis, which I think is a little fishy. Well, he was on the sideline for the last game, Will. That was encouraging. He was making his way down. He moved down a level. So give me your handicap. On, give me your matchups. Uh, let, let's talk Suns. Let's talk Suns Bucks. I mean, how do you see this? We understand Giannisism, but I, I, my sense of this series is that Booker and Paul, along with Cameron Payne coming off the bench, I just think that puts a lot of pressure on the guards, especially without DiVincenzo. I think this is the series DiVincenzo's being out really hurts them the most. Yeah, I would say the other side of it, I mean, you got to give uh, the Suns a little bit of a nod with home court. But they've had trouble to score. They've had a lot of times where the three ball isn't dropping, and they've really struggled to score. And Milwaukee is as bad as it's been on offense sometimes where they're not hitting their threes. Their defense has traveled. Their defense has been consistent. So I think you could be looking at some lower scoring games. I think the unders might be in play here, uh, especially early in the series. But, again, so much of it is dependent on Giannis. And I think either way, we're probably headed for a longer series. I just think you have to lean Suns just because, like the other series, they're healthier than their opponent. And, and they're, like you said with Trey Young, it's there's a difference between being healthy and being able to play. I mean, Trey Young played last night. Was he healthy? Probably not. I mean, we saw Anthony Davis a month or so ago, game six against the Suns. He limps off the court. He limps, he limps on the court, you know, five minutes before that and wasn't really a factor. There's, there's a difference between being, being on the court and being healthy. Well, I, I think you make a good point about the under, and Michael brought it up earlier. If Giannis is not 100%, you know, he's in there for some defense. He can muck up the middle a little bit, but he probably or or may not be able to, you know, compete at 100% and contribute all those points towards the total. We know Phoenix plays really good defense, so I, I would be on the under in game one, too, and maybe see how that plays out. But I think you're on the right track there. What about the coaching between Bud and Monty Williams? I think there's an advantage for Phoenix here. Yeah, I think you have to give it to Phoenix and Monty Williams. I mean, looking back, he could have made a case. Him or Tibbs for coach of the year. Uh, it's carried over to the playoffs. They've adjusted well. They haven't faced the seventh game in a West. That was really tough. I mean, I know they've, they've played a lot of injury-riddled teams, but I think you have to give the advantage here to Phoenix. Yeah, and it seems like you said that. I mean, Phoenix is really the fortunate son. Wasn't it a title of a Sopranos episode? I mean, they really are. <laughs> I mean, they are the fortunate sons because they they are able to play all these teams when no one's 100%, you know, and they're and another round. I mean, whatever Giannis says he is, he won't be. I mean, like Trey Young said, you know, he just couldn't push off on his ankle today. He tried. But, you know, you go 4-17 over 6 on the three-point line, you're, you're out there, but you're really not. So they are. And I, I think it's hard for you to use hard-earned dollars to bet against them because they are on one of those lucky streaks. It's Whether it's luck or fortunate, they keep running into people that get hurt, and they stay healthy. Well, you know – Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Go. No, I was going to say Milwaukee, too. Milwaukee's probably swept in the second round if Harden and Irving are healthy. I mean, Harden gets injured a minute into that series. Irving turns his ankle in game four. I mean, they, these, both these teams, it's just, uh, you know, it's been a war of attrition and who survives. Well, you know, uh, John Fogarty sang Fortunate Son as well, and he also sang about baseball, a song called Center Field. And uh, I know you've got a few baseball games on your card today. I'll start with the Astros and the Indians. Who do you like in that matchup? 
first of all, what a segue by you. I mean, Patrick's really going <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, that was out. awesome. Well done. Was I mean, <laughs> and I, mean, I want to go to Spotify and play center field. I got to get that on the Berman <laughs> playlist in, coach. today. Put Jeez. me in, coach. Put me in, coach. Yeah. I mean, Houston's one of the better teams in the league. They actually got swept at home by the Orioles, which is one of the more surprising results you'll see all, all season, basically. Uh, since then, they bounced back. They beat the Indians three in a row. I like him again today. Grinky doesn't strike out as many guys as he used to, but he keeps uh, creates a lot of weak contact against an Indians lineup that's not as good as the Houston lineup. Um, I think we're seeing, since they cracked down on the sticky stuff, offense has really been at a premium. It's these teams that can score runs in bunches. It's like the NFL. The Chiefs and the Bills can get in the mid and upper 30s, and it's it's offense that wins because some of these teams just can't keep up with the better offenses. So I'm going to go with the better offense here, and I think the better pitcher with Grinky. I'm going to go to another game, Will, and Michael nailed this one on the total the other day. The Marlins and the Braves, the total was at nine. He went under on that. It was a one nothing ball game. How are you treating this one uh, between the Marlins and the Braves? Yeah, I've stayed away from the full game unders just because the extra innings, the bullpens. I like the first half under. Thompson's done a really good job for the Marlins in a handful of starts, 25 strikeouts, nine walks. Uh, Morton's really come around after a slow start. He's been really good, keeps the ball on the ground, doesn't walk a lot of people. So I'm going under. I think it's four and a half for the first five. I like that. All right, Will, yeah, enjoy. I, I, go ahead. Will, uh, J Brady, you hit me on that. That was uh, that, That's one of my plays. These two pitchers, two out of sync lineups, I, I'm going to take the under. I, I like gotcha. that one there a lot. He's going back to it. Have a great 4th of July, Will. And I know Harold Varner third didn't get there, but you got to root Joaquin Neiman, Troy Merritt. Wes and I got a couple guys there at the top at the Rocket Mortgage. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You check out Long Shots, check out Point Spread Weekly, free trials. Happy 4th of July, guys. See ya. All right, that is Will Hill. We'll be back with Josh Applebaum right here on the Lombardi line at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bet fearlessly on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Just sign up using the bonus code VSIN600 and get in the game with the king of sports books. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the promo code VSIN600 to make your first risk-free bet up to $600. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 800-889-9789 in Tennessee, and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. For our marquee audience at the start of the next hour, marquee will be switching to the Chicago Cubs pregame coverage. If you want to keep watching us, you can go over to vcin.com and the second hour of the program will be there for free. If you were watching on Nesson or any other platforms, stay right where you are. You are good to go. Welcome back into the Lombardi line. Brady Cannon and Michael Lombardi with you. And Josh Applebaum now makes his way into the discussion. VEASAN's market and sports betting reporter. You can find his Market Insights podcast at VEASAN.com slash podcast. And follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. And 
Boy, we had a good time talking hot dogs on Saturday, Josh. And I said, I said, if you get any late breaking information, insider notes on this handicap, you know, that can uh, maybe give us an edge betting on Joey Chestnut or, or fading him. I guess you do have some late breaking news for us here on the program today. <laughs> I <laughs> dog breaking Michael, news. Michael, I know you love yeah. this. And we got to make some hay okay. how often do we get to talk, you know, uh, sports betting with, with hot dogs. It's great. It's a tradition here, Michael. Uh, happy 4th of July, guys. Two really interesting things here. So uh, the the hot, dog, the hot dog eating contest, Nathan's, Coney Island, it kicks off at noon today. So we're coming in here hot. We're seeing some late movement here on the juice, really specifically <laughs> for the number of hot dogs, guys. So number one, Joey Chestnut, we expect him to win. He's over a minus 3,000 favorite, 97% implied probability. There's really no no value to betting that number because it's it's most likely going to happen, but you got to risk so much you're not getting enough in return to make it worth your while. But here's something interesting, and Michael, I think you're going to like this because both you and our colleague Mitch Moss like the under. We have seen juice to the under over the last 24 hours, guys. His over-under hot dogs is 73 and a half. That hasn't changed. But here's the thing. Yesterday, the over was juiced to minus 200, as, as we're showing on the screen. The juice to the over minus uh, over 73 and a half is now down to minus 134. This is just happening now. So what does this tell us? The payout uh, on the under is getting smaller. It went from plus 150 now to even money plus 100. So basically the implied probability of it going under, Michael, it was 40% yesterday. Now it's 50%. We're seeing that under tick up a little bit here, guys. And then also, if you want to have a rooting interest, there's a guy uh, with a head-to-head matchup that's seen line movement in his favor. His name is Jeffrey Esper. Michael, you're going to love this. This guy's 46 years old. He's an electronics teacher at Bay Path Vocational High School. He's from Oxford, Massachusetts. He wears a Red Sox hat. He's the number two competitive eater on the major league uh, eating circuit here. And guys, we have a head-to-head at DraftKings between Esper and Dallas Breeden. Esper over the last day has gone from minus 125 to minus 155. So some smart money on this overlooked head-to-head prop here. 56% implied probability up to 61%. And Michael, you're going to love this. Our guy, Esper, who we're rooting, uh, if you're holding this ticket here, to beat head-to-head just more hot dogs than Breeden. He's at 83 slices of pizza in 10 minutes. He's at 283 (laughs) wings in 10 minutes. And he actually fought or went head-to-head against Joey Chestnut, the GOAT. February 7th, Michael, listen to what he he beat this. He beat Chestnut here. He he ate all of this, I'm going to say, in five minutes and 43 seconds, two minutes before Chestnut. Five minutes, Michael. He had one full pepperoni pizza, 32 ounces of chili, 25 pigs in a blanket, 100 (laughs) cheese balls. 32 ounces of eight-layer dip, 25 wings, a 12-inch sub, and if that wasn't enough, 25 jalapeno hoppers. So, Michael, juice to the under. Stephanie, do we have a picture of this guy? Do we have a picture of this guy? I mean, I'm going to get sick just listening to what he ate. Oh, my God. 25 pigs in a blanket? Oh my God! I mean, that's incredible. I don't know if that's—I don't know if I should congratulate him or have him check into a healthcare center. I mean, geez, oh man! I will say this: you know, I—I I, I did not hear through all that wonderful reporting about hot dog eating. I did not hear a weather report, Josh. I'm a little disappointed. Is the heat and humidity? What's it going to be like on Coney Island now? It's a beautiful day on the Jersey Shore here today. Sun shining brightly. So I assume Coney Island's got the same type of weather we have here. But do you think weather's going to has been influencing this under movement? 
Yeah, so Michael, this is something we got to keep an eye out for. I'm keeping an eye now, and it looks like it's going to be uh, a little a little overcast. So, you know, our conspiracy theory here of a lot of bettors have been, have been talking about this, and we joke, but the guys, there are more people betting on this hot dog contest than ever before. The combination of, obviously, patriotic, have fun on 4th of July, but also more states than ever have legalized sports betting. We're up to 30 states uh, since 2018. Uh, it's been just a whirlwind here with widespread legalization. But these are the things that people are looking at, Michael. And to your credit, you know, we were saying, you know, if it goes from indoors to outdoors, that may negatively affect Chestnut because you go from the AC in a controlled environment to now outside amongst the people. You know, some people could say, hey, you got a cheering crowd now for Chestnut. That could benefit him. But, Michael, I'll get you an update here with the weather. We're missing our guy Patrick Maher today. But it looks like it's going to be a little overcast. So you're not going to have this, this crazy sun pouring down on Chestnut. So maybe that's a little <laughs> bit of benefit there to the over. We'll see. You'd be surprised yeah. how many hot dogs somebody can eat under cloudy skies, Josh. There's no doubt the over the over might be the play now. It might be. Here's the thing. The juice is on the under guys, but can you bet against the go? Again, he's competing against himself. I would lean, though, with this guy, Esper, with this head-to-head. A tiny Josh, little prop bet here. It's moving in his favor. All right, good stuff. Ha- has Esper ever, has Esper ever, what has Esper's hot dog count been when he's just eating hot dogs? Forget the chili, forget all the wings and all that. When he's just gone head to head against Chestnut, what has his been his hot dog count? So it's funny, Michael. He admits that he's better at eating some of these other foods other than hot dogs. And he actually skipped last year because of the COVID pandemic. But his personal best is 51. And I, re- I was reading an article on uh, on, on this guy, Esper, because he hails from Oxford, Mass., which is, is kind of like Central Mass here. Our Nesson audience will know that. Uh, but he is already admitting, Michael, that he's not even going for the win. He already said, I can't compete with Chestnut. He'll be in the 70s. My personal best is 51. He's trying to break that, get to 52. The guy he's competing with, his personal best is 50. So uh, this number two eater here with Esper going, going up against number three with Breeden. Uh, if we can get 52, Michael, I think you're feeling pretty good about that profit with Esper. That's great stuff. The ladies will get underway. The women's side of the competition there, your favorite Michelle Lesko at minus 1,000. They will get underway in about 40 minutes from now. And then the men get underway at about 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. Josh, uh, Michael and I were talking about the basketball game. Of course, game six, the Milwaukee Bucks advanced to the finals. And we hit a few of the prop bets. Uh, We had Brooke Lopez under on the points. P.J. Tucker was a good one that you brought up. Bogdanovich missed out by just a half point. That was pretty brutal there. Uh, But what did you think of the game? And also going forward to game one of the finals, the initial line with the uh, Suns favored by five and a half. Have you seen any movement in the market at all on the total or the side for game? Game one. Yeah, so a couple things from yesterday, guys. Uh, and again, our guy PJ Tucker, Michael, I don't know how he does it. He needed that three there in the corner late to catch the <laughs> over Bogdanovich. Tough beat there, 25 and a half. It's always rough when you lose a prop bet by a hook here, guys. Uh, but number one, I think one thing that definitely the market got right, and Michael and Brady, you guys both like this, was the over. We saw a ton of steam there to the over. It opened around 216 and a half. We immediately saw it get up to 217 and a half. But then really, once Trey Young was announced, that thing got all the way up to you know, 219 and a half, 220. Obviously, it sails over, lands on 225 there. So you saw that over money pretty much be, be right the entire time. The thing here, guys, was rough is is really if you got the Hawks at a good number. And what a good number means to me, guys, if you got them at a pick them, a minus one, a minus two, if you got any of those early numbers, I money line the Hawks when they were minus two. Here's the thing about sports betting. You feel great because you beat the closing line. The line went all the way up to three and a half with Trey Young coming in here. 
But closing line value doesn't win you bets here, guys. The Bucks, I think the whole story that Michael mentioned, Trey Young playing, gutting through it, but that wasn't the Trey Young we expected. I mean, third quarter, he's got seven points. So tip your cap to the Bucks here, guys. And also looking at uh, game one of the NBA Finals, early movement here toward the Phoenix Suns. You guys had mentioned this, but the early opener here was minus five and a half Suns at home. Uh, and we've seen it all the way, or not a huge move, but, but up to six right now. So we always talk about these early moves, Michael. You know, if wise guys, they're waiting for these lines to drop. They've already got their data ready to go, their power ratings. It looks like at that minus five and a half, they said there was value on the Suns. Maybe a lot of wise guys capped this at a six or a six and a half. But early moving here toward Phoenix, they've been great, both at home and as a favorite. Uh, now 11 and five at ATS as as a uh, just overall and as a favorite, I believe they're seven and two ATS. So early money to the Suns. Do you agree with that, Michael? You know, I do, because I think you're dealing with the uncertainty of Giannis and the certainty of Giannis is simply this. He won't be the same player. I mean, regardless of what we might think in terms of, you know, does he play or doesn't he play, the level of play, you know, can he be effective in play? I think that we know is going to be the case and it would shock anybody. And I think that they're rested, they're home. As you said, they're a really good home team. And I think defensively, they're a really good defensive team. You know, they played last year two games. It's interesting now. I haven't gone back and checked the lineups of both games, but they both games were one-point games. And this line is set, and Phoenix won both games, and this line is set a little higher, you know, when you go back and look at and the records head-to-head -head in the last 10 games are 5-5 five and five when these two teams have played. That being said, I just think this line's reflective of Giannis not being Giannis. Josh, the total is at 217, and I'm not seeing any movement. It is a steadfast 217 across the board here in Las Vegas. Have you seen anything in the market on the total? You're spot on, Brady. Really hasn't moved at all. I'm seeing one book with the hook 217 and a half, but that's kind of maybe an outlier here. Pretty much painted across the board 217. I think a couple of things you look at. Uh, number one, the Suns have been pretty good in the playoffs to the under. They typically kind of play this uh, this possession type game with Chris Paul leading the leading the way here. And also you get into the NBA Finals, guys. A lot of unders come through. Just the pressure, the importance of these games. Public will want to bet this over, guys. But I, I would I would not be surprised if you see this thing maybe dip to 216 and a half or lower. Yeah, Michael was uh, thinking the same thing. Maybe we see a total here in uh, game three or four that gets all the way down into the neighborhood of 212. Josh, stick around. Uh, we'll talk with you in about another hour. Appreciate you, my friend, and happy 4th of July to you, Mr. Applebaum. Thanks, Appreciate Josh. It. Stand by for a Coney Island weather report, Michael. I'm working on it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Good. Hour number one in the books. We'll be back on the Lombardi line on the other side. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 